What's going on, guys? Your boy Marco Maddox. Welcome back to the Marco Maddox Show, where we talk about anything. I talk about anything in, in entertainment, sports, uh, any type of media, video games, lifestyle questions, cooking, all that stuff. Like we gonna mix it all up, like cause you know why not? I like to be broad, so you know, as far as categories. Um. You know, today we're gonna to talk about a couple of things. Is is you know, I want to talk about you know people that go to speed limit and people that go a little bit fast or and then reckless drivers. Like, what type of driver do you need to be in a city, rural area, and so forth? We're also gonna talk about mansions. Um, mostly, you know, what would be your dream home, your dream mansion. Um, and then we're going to talk about some games. This is going to end with games mostly because, you know, I'm going to sit here and talk about this backlash that, you know, Halo Infinite has been getting, which I think is ridiculous. And Far Cry 6 backlash that I read about last night. And I was disgusted by some people saying, like, really? Like, it, we're going to get to the bottom of it. Let's, let's, let's hit the show off. Let's hit it off. So pretty much starting off the speed limit. So, you know, if you're on a highway and you're going and, I, and you know, the speed limit is 70 miles per hour, what speed limit do you go? Do you go 70 and put it on cruise? Uh, do you go 75, you know, just, you know, just to get a little bit of an edge? Or do you go like 80 plus and say, screw it, I'm going to get there as fast as I can? I'm kind of mixed up about this because there's different levels to it, you know, because like when you go uh, on the highway, like say, for example, you got a job interview or you got to go to work and you know you're going to be a little late. You tend to drive a little faster. It makes sense. Policemen and state troopers and all that, they know this. It's like majority of the people that are on the highway are going to work and most of the time they are late. So they're going to drive a little bit faster. Like right now, I'm going 80 miles per hour um, when I shouldn't, so I'll slow it down. I don't see no cops around, but I know where the cops are. Because cops are predictable in this town, let's just be honest. And, you know, they don't really, you know, they they, they have other things to worry about. That's what I say. Because, you know, I live in Huntington where, you know, crime rate is mostly with heroin and drug-related stuff, um, you know, trafficking unfortunately, trafficking and other stuff like that. So, you know, somebody going over the speed limit, you know, like 10 miles over, if I was caught, I'd be like, yeah, I'd rather catch the next drug bus because at the end of the day, that man going to work is providing for his family. And there's people out here selling drugs and making our community look bad. But at the same time, the law was the law. So you generally, you know, going to pull somebody over, you know, I probably would give out a brief warning, like, you know, I'm going to leave you with a warning. And, um, you know, that's generally what my day would be. I would just give out warnings. If it's under, you know, if it's little, if it don't go past, you know, above 10 miles per hour, you know, then great. That's, uh, that's really great. Um, but you never know. Um, Certain areas like Virginia and Ohio, they quit the pulley over quick because they they don't probably have crime rates like everybody else. 
and they rely on people speeding to meet their quota. Now, I don't know if this is actually true or not about state troopers having quotas you know, for pulling people over because I've never been a state trooper. I don't have a friend that's a state trooper. So that's a general question I may have to figure out on my own and, and, and research on it. But I do have a feeling, though, that they do have a quota that they have to, you know, go by every month. And, you know, if they don't meet that quota, then they out here on the highway heavy close to the end of the month handing out tickets. And they'll hand them out quick. I'm telling you, quick, quick. But, um, but that's just my theory. And for people that actually go to speed limit, regardless, I commend them. You are the safest driver. My mom and dad used to always tell me the best driver on the road is a defensive driver. You know, you always on the defense. You don't want to go too fast. You don't want to, you know, ride the, the red light. You don't want to do none of that stuff because it always going to lead to an accident. So be defensive. You know, when the light hits yellow, slow down, don't speed up and then go past the light. I've been guilty of that numerous times. But, you know, there's people that do it. There are people that do it. And, you know, like I said, I'm in the mix about it. So I can't say that I'm against people that do that because I've done it before. But I know it's not good and I don't do it often. And I try to always do the right thing. That's, you know, that's the golden rule in life. You know, treat others as you want to be treated and always try to do the right thing. So, you know, that's that's what I'm trying to do. Um, I got an announcement to make as well. Um, I'm going to be getting baptized this Sunday um, at the church that me and my wife uh, been going to. And, and you know, um not going to lie, I was a little nervous, but I am definitely glad that, you know, I'm getting baptized. I'm sacrificing, you know, everything for the Lord. Um, and, you know, if you're not a Christian, then you can ignore that. But if you are, you know, I appreciate, you know, the praise and, you know, God is good. Um, we all have our own beliefs. So, you know, if you don't believe in God and you believe in some other God or you don't believe in any God at all, that is entirely up to you. I can't I can't force you to do that. And this is not the channel that's going to, you know, persuade you to do so. But I'm just letting you know that I'm just getting baptized. That's all. Um, you know, that's that's generally it. Um, so far as speeding, you know, that that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about for today for the topic. Now we move on to mansions, which is my favorite subject. Everybody, ever since they were little, especially where I where I grew up, you know, I won't sit here and say like you know when I was in the hood because I I wasn't in the hood. I mean, I my family were, you know, mostly lower middle class people. You know, they bust their butt for a paycheck. They wasn't sitting on their butt and have people working for them or nothing like that. Um, they wasn't privileged people. You know, my dad was a teacher for 20 years in a basket and a high school basketball coach for girls and boys. And he also, you know, became, he got uh, his business degree in administration and, you know, he ended up becoming an assistant principal for a couple of years to end up being a principal in a small high school. So, you know, he worked his way up in the educational system. My mother has a degree, you know, in, in uh, criminal justice, and, you know, she worked uh, mostly, you know, social work stuff. 
she worked for the Department of Health and Human Resources most of her life. And, you know, due to, you know, her having back injuries, she she had to, you know, retire early, um, you know, resign early. And hopefully she'll be able to collect her retirement soon. But, you know, my family, my, my parents are, are hardworking people. Rest, um, rest my father's soul. He passed away um, a year ago. Um, either due to, they said it's due to a blood clot or a heart attack. I don't know for sure. But rest in peace, Pop. I love you. I miss you. Um, all my emotions have been already has ran wild. Um, we're not going to go into that dark subject yet, but I do miss you, Father. And, um, you know, they are they're hardworking people. So they told they so they taught me when I was little that hard work pays off. But we always have a dream, you know, of making lots of money, you know, because America, you know, that's what people come to America for. It's the American dream, you know, to make lots of money and you know be able to do all the stuff that you want to do. It's land the free, home of the brave. But it's not that simple. You know, you gotta sacrifice something in order to make a lot of money. And and, you know, I feel like I've sacrificed enough and haven't made much money. But, you know, it goes hand in hand. Um, you know, sometimes in life we don't get to make the choices that we want to make. We got to make the choices that we have to make in order to, you know, wake up the next morning and have food on the plate and a roof over your head. So, I mean, I get it. Um, go ahead, come on over. But, yeah, it's uh, one of those things. You know, people talk about mansions. Like you know, you want you want so many houses. I mean, you and there are there's some people just want a big gigantic mansion. You know, you know most people they're smart. You know, they 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 invest their money that they make. Like you know, if I hit the lottery tomorrow or hit the lottery in a couple of weeks, okay, and I won, I, let's say I won six hundred million dollars, I would nearly faint, almost have a heart attack. Okay, my family is set for life. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to, you know, pay off the taxes and what's ever left. I'm like, you know what? I want to break it down to where, you know, I get paid this amount every month for the rest of my life. That's how I will finance it. And, you know, I want to invest in charities and donations and, and all that stuff. And, you know, we'll leave another subject for another day about people donating money but are still cruel. Uh, we're going to talk about that later. So, um, you know, um, it, you know, I like to jump in and out of subjects, but yeah, it just, you know, I would donate, you know, because, you know, it's the right thing to do, you know, be char, you know, charity and stuff. And most people think, oh, you know, it'll write off on your taxes. I don't think of it that way. I mean, it's a benefit, but I mean, when you out here doing something for a cause and it's non profitable, I mean, it's good. Like St. Jude's Hospital, you know, some people, I think they try to do it for prop for their own profit to sit there and say like hey they donated money and you know they donated the same juice they're they're a good company they're good people and then you go inside and you see all this hr nightmares about you know inequality and sexual harassments and all that stuff you know companies go through that every single day you know you can ask every every person in HR that works in the human resources department how many times do they get complaints on sexual harassment or you know people they following, you know the Equal Employment Opportunity Act and, or anything like that, and they'll just tell you like, Shh, 
you know, do you have the time? Because I mean, I could go, I can go all day with this. So, you know, we we're not going to talk about that stuff. But you know, generally, um, with you know, with a mansion, you know, some people want to have you know like five, six. They might want to have like ten or eleven, twelve bedrooms and six bathrooms. Like, why do you need that many bathrooms? Like, honestly, if you're going to pretty much, you know, throw parties all the time, be the great Gatsby of the town, have people come over and throw parties, and then you have people, you pay people to come and clean your house up the next morning and so forth like that, I mean, more power to you, but I'll tell you, a family, if you're a family of four and you have social gatherings, you don't need no more than three bathrooms, I'm just, I'm just saying, but if the mansion comes multiple bathrooms, I guess, I mean, if some people say, like, well, I get it came with the house. So, I mean, I really didn't need that many bathrooms, but it is what it is. But this is what I would do. I would break it down and say, you know what? Say, for example, I bought a $5 million mansion, okay? And it has seven bathrooms. And I decided to keep four. What I'm going to do with the other three? I'm going to break it down and make it into maybe a storage room, make, turn it into a game room. Or it, or cut the wall, turn the wall down, and expand the the room. I mean, that's smart to do. And you know, you definitely. I know some people that like to add different, you know, extracurricular stuff in their mansions. You know, they have a bowling alley, they have an indoor basketball court. You know, I know somebody that have a has you know a batting cage inside their home, and it's pretty awesome. You just go in there. You, just swing at you know with a bat all day and you know and they got a you know outdoor pool like an olympic size pool and all of that stuff i mean that's it's nice but i'm gonna give y'all my vision of the of the mansion i will want to have okay so i put some heavy thought to this so you know just bear with me. It ain't going to be much because I'm not the type of person. I used to be the person to ask for a lot. You can ask my family. You know, when it came to Christmas or birthdays, I would have a list of 10 items. And they're sitting there saying, why you have a list of 10 items? You know, we're not going to give you all this stuff. I understand that, you know, if you can't give me all the 10 items that I want, I'm just giving you options to give me maybe one or two gifts. Say, for example, I may want a console a video game, a T-shirt, um, you know, a jersey, um, you know, jewelry. Like, I'm not asking you to give me all of that stuff. I'm just giving you ideas. And, you know, and some people just, you know, didn't want to lose the grasp on it. I mean, some people just didn't understand the, the grasp of the idea that, you know, he's just giving you items. Like, you know, if it's like, some, you know, somebody had a registry, they're going to give you 10 items and you just pick which one you want to get. That's how I look at it. But, you know, as my parents and my wife and everybody else, it's like, so you want this and you want this and you want this. I'm like, um, think of it as a registry. Just pick one item and, and just give it to me. If you don't want to give me anything, just, you know, give me money or a gift card to, you know, wherever I like to shop at. I'm completely fine with that. Whatever you want to do. I'm just throwing you options. So, you know, it, it usually happens. But, you know, for a mansion, I definitely want to have, you know, a driveway that is shaped like, you know, that, that's shaped like a track. So if people come over, they can drive completely around and get out and don't have to back out or anything like that. Of course, I'm going to have, 
you know, a big, gigantic gate, a gate where, you know, it's going to take Shaquille O'Neal to, to, to jump over the gate, okay? Because you got to understand, like, when you got a lot of money invested, you need to invest in security. And cheap security is putting up a big gate. So, you know, I put up a big metal gate. You know, I would invest in probably, you know, titanium, steel, one of the heaviest metals you can find. Something that's going to is going to be hardly unbreakable to drive a truck through. It's just going to break your car. <laughs> you know, one of those gates. And, you know, have something to where, you know, you press the button, you say who you are, you come on in. I don't want none of that stuff, okay? Just have a big, gigantic gate. You either have a little key card. I would say I would, I would have a little key or put in like a little, you know, a, a code right at the gate. And then, you know, it opens the gate up and you can come on, come right on in. You know, I'll have security there probably in the front. Probably have one or two people because, you know, nobody wants to sit there by themselves. So you have two people there and, you know. I'm like, look, I'm just paying you just to read newspapers and just let people in. Like, it, it ain't that hard of a job to do, you know. So, you just let people in, you know. Um, the, the driveway will go into a complete circle. And then, I drink my coffee. And then, I want my, man, I want my mansion, if I had to build it from scratch, to be all brick. I want it to be either a brick house, like a brick a mansion that's built by brick, or built by a box, kind of like, like a box built like you know, kind of like an eighteen wheeler truck has you know the material that the box have to put on the eighteen wheeler, you know I want that material as my outside of my house, paint it you know whatever color probably all blue because blue is my favorite color, or have you know, a blue brick house, make it look, you know, beautiful, you know, I want to have, you know, a long front porch and a long back porch, Um, you know, porches that both have swings and, um, you know, have swings and rocking chairs, you know, somewhere you can just chill and it feels like you're out, you know, like a farm style, you know, mix it up a bit, Uh, you know, I want to have columns up and, um, you know, I want to have a little suction thing, kind of like the, you know, kind of like the bank. You know, when you go to the bank and you put your check in that little thing and it shoots it up, I want one of those set up for my mail. So when the mailman comes and delivers me mail, it just shoots it up and it goes directly to my house. If the system messes up, I'll say, just keep it in the mailbox and I have somebody bring it up to me and then I'll get the suction fixed. But yeah, that's the general idea of my, you know, the mansion that I like. And as far as inside the house, I'll let the wife handle that. As long as you can give me a man cave and a movie theater uh, and an indoor basketball court, that's all I would want. You know, I don't want anything special like Michael Jordan put 23 on everything. And that's why his mansion ain't been sold yet because everything is just too personal to him. But, um, you know, I would just have a simple court, you know, with fancy colors. Don't put no little art on there saying, like, this is Mark's court or anything like that, you know. 
case if I ever want to sell it, you know. It won't have to be personal. So, you know, that's that's just my general aspect of it. And um, the kitchen, you know, definitely got to have a big kitchen. Got to have a big living room. You know, make sure the kids' bedrooms is all decked out. All the, the TVs is going to be mounted to the wall. See, it's going to be brick on the outside, but it's going to be wooden on the inside, um, you know, so that, you know, I can mount the TVs easily. Um anywhere i'll even have a, a a small 20 24 inch tv mounted in the kitchen so whenever my wife is cooking she can watch tv i'll have a jacuzzi up in there uh, and i'll have a hot tub and i'll have a pool so no matter where you go you can either be warm in the water or cool in the water but i don't want an olympic size pool i want like the standard pool you know where you can just jump in maybe it's about six feet high or, you know, um, something like that. The highs that go at six feet, um, you know, I don't want one of those nine, 12 foot pools. And that's, that's where people drown and stuff like that. Like, no, I, I want a simple pool. Um, and that's mostly it, what I, what I want. Um, see, it's not, it's not that, it's not that bad, guys. You know, you, you got people that, you know, are excessive with this, but not me. Um, but that's my idea of a mansion. So, you know, we, we definitely address that. Um, and now let's talk about Halo Infinite on the 21, 20, 2145 mark. There we go. Halo Infinite is going to be the biggest game this year. Don't let nobody fool you. This has been the most anticipated game for probably two years. Because, you know, if you're an Xbox fan, you probably a Halo fan, more likely. So, you know, when they did the little game show and they showed like an eight-minute demo of Halo, people got backlash, though, because, you know, they thought that that was what the actual game was going to look like. Now, I'm like, are people literally that stupid to think that Microsoft is going to, you know, to, to think that that's going to be the full game. Come on now. I thought people were a lot smarter than that. You know, and Microsoft could have handled it a lot better. I agree. They could have had time to where, you know what? You know, we'll just show the gameplay and we'll change the textures, make it look 4K-ish, make the game look really nice. But, you know, I, I guess they wanted to do something to where they didn't want to overpromise, but they wanted to under-deliver. So that whenever the game comes out, it will overpromise and be like, wow, this game is amazing. It's going to get reviews off the roof and people are going to buy it right off the shelf. And Xbox Series X is going to be the console that's worth it. We don't know yet. They say they have two game shows. They have two events. So this one, you know, was, this one was an above mediocre event. Okay. Um, what, you know, other than Halo, the gameplay was still awesome. I'm still going to buy Halo, but it wasn't the one that wowed me. The thing that wowed me was there was an expansion for Outer Worlds. For some reason, I was fascinated with that because I love the Outer Worlds. I love Obsidian and Avowed, 
which is, you know, Avowed is, you know, pretty much going to be Obsidian's version of Skyrim. So, you know, that looks very interesting. And, of course, the game that I've been looking forward to probably for over a decade would be Fable. They're bringing Fable back, guys. If you haven't played Fable on the original Xbox, it is one of the best RPGs you can ever play. It's it's fascinating. If you into storytelling aspects and you know a hero coming from nothing to being something spectacular, you know, if you don't, I'll say Fable One was kind of you know linear with it. But if you want something that's more open, play Fable Two and Fable Three. You get to make all types of choices. And it's fun. I enjoy it. And it's co-op, too. So, I mean, RPGs, you know, that's co-op where you can play with a buddy and, you know, y'all get to share that experience. It's fun. Um, You know, they got a whole bunch of indie games. Hello Neighbor 2 and Balan Wonderland, um, you know, stuff like that. That fascinated me. Am I going to buy those games? Probably not. I'm probably going to watch somebody stream it and see what it looks like. I'm like, yeah, it looks cool. And then whatever. You know, I'll probably get Halo um, when it first comes out. I'm probably going to get Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed because I'm a big Ubisoft fan. So, you know, I'm going to, you know, support the games. Um, Don't know if I'm going to be buying that many games this year. When Cyberpunk 2077 comes out, that's going to take up my whole holiday. So... Either that or I get back on Red Dead Online. <laughs> that game is fun. So, yeah. So, for people that's backlashing Halo, chill. They'll fix the textures of the game before it comes out. You're going to love it. Halo's going to be amazing. It's going to be the best-selling game this year. I'll mark it, mark it down right now. That Marco Maddox says, that Halo Infinite is going to be the best-selling game this year. Right next to Cyberpunk. <laughs> I ain't crazy. Cyberpunk is, is is going to sell a lot more than Halo because it's going to be on multi, multiple platforms. So, yeah. But Halo Infinite is going to be the best-selling exclusive this holiday because far as Sony goes, Spider-Man will sell a lot. I agree. But but Halo moves bigger waves than Spider-Man. I just believe because it's not even a it's not even a full another full game. This is like a short game, so I get it when it's on sale. My per, my my kids like Spider-Man more than I do. So if it was Batman, yeah, hands down. I'm still waiting for a new Batman game. And then last. But not least, Far Cry 6. People are talking about my boy Gus. I forget his real name, but he's Italian. He's half Italian and half black. But, you know, I know him as Gus from Breaking Bad. Everybody knows him from that, okay? He played as a Mexican protect, you know, Mexican, you know, villain in the Breaking Bad. So when people are backlashing him for being, you know, a Latin, you know, leader on uh, Far Cry 6. I'm like, how stupid are these guys? They want to be... So they're generally saying that, you know, just for example, because I'm an African-American, I can only play movies where I'm an African-American. Really? 
A lot of people in Hollywood would not have jobs. I can understand if it was a movie about slavery, then maybe you want to put black people in it because it don't look right having white people being slaves. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, if you, you're trying to go back into history, you know what I'm saying? But this is a video game. A game that's pretty much fictional. It's not real. And you're complaining about him playing as a Latin person, Latin character. Like, that's just like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, like Will Smith was Jim West in the movie Wild Wild West. If you've seen the old Wild Wild West shows, Jim West was white. Okay? And, you know, they sit here and try to pick on him. You know, they support Black Lives Matter and all this stuff. And then they have, a Latin, they have an Italian guy play as a Latino. Like, look, he's a he's a well-known actor, and you know, Ubisoft have the right to do whatever the hell they want. Robert Downey Jr. played as a black guy, and nobody backlashed over you know Tropic Thunder. You know what I'm saying? So, I think he played it really well. I wasn't offended. I'm like, that's just it's supposed the movie is supposed to be funny. It's like people. People take things too seriously to the point where, you know, they forget that it's not real. None of none of these video games that they make are real. The writers come up with these ideas and then they cast people to play these characters in the roles of these movies and these video games. Most of it is not real. If it's based on a true story, then yeah, it it may frown upon people that way because you want it to be more realistic if it's based on a true story. I get that, but it's stupid. For people backlashing Far Cry Six, just take a you know, just take the high road. Just just go somewhere and you know, worry that there could be there's worse games out here. And you know, like these game developers are gonna do what they wanna do regardless because they're gonna make money. Why would they care about your opinion? You're not gonna affect their game sales at all by sitting here and being negative all the time of when something comes out. I just can't stand critics that are entirely negative about everything. And just like, you know, think on the bright side of things. And maybe people will follow you more. Or maybe the reason why you're doing it is so you can get more followers. Then, you know, then you're the hypocrite. And you can't talk about people. But, you know, I'm not a writer, so I just think that is wrong to talk about Far Cry 6 that way. If that's how they feel, that's how they feel. And they have the right to their opinion. I'm just saying I have a right to mine too, and I think that, you know, it, it, it I think it's okay. It don't bother me. Um, all I care about is the game and how it plays. I, I like the all the Far Cry, Far Cry three, four, and five. Like, you know, there's nobody in the in, in the gaming industry that's talking crap about Far Cry. It's just people outside of Far Cry that don't really don't really play the games the way they're supposed to be played. They just play it to review it and, you know, or play it to find something negative about it. It's like, you know, you look at somebody, uh, you look at somebody's skin and you're expecting to see, you know, bumps and bruises and spots on them instead of who the person really is. So you really judge, you really judging the book by, you know, it's covered. You don't know the full story of Far Cry or nothing. So that's what drives me wild.
But hey, it is what it is. But I had a lot to talk about today. It took 31 minutes. But, you know, that's how my show runs. So I do I do an episode every week. So, you know, stay tuned next week. Um, I'm going to be talking about, you know, Black Lives Matter. And they should. And we should talk about it. And we talk about some other things. But thank you for tuning in to the Marco Maddox Show. I love you guys. I hope y'all have a wonderful, wonderful Tuesday.